Hello, and welcome to the This Happened Today in History podcast. I am your host, Mr. Miller. This podcast will cover a number of topics that happened on this date in history. Please visit the podcast webpage at thishappentoday.buzzsprout.com. There you can download the notes page, which will help you organize the information, as well as develop your own ideas on how these events change the world around us. If you're interested in hearing more, please consider subscribing so you will not miss out on what happens tomorrow in history. Today is April 26th. In 1997, the Woolworth Corporation said that it is giving up the five-and-dime format that helped make the company a household name, a move that means layoffs for 9,000 workers and closure of 400 stores. Unfortunately, the five-and-dime concept of general merchandising from canaries to houseplants to rollerblades is not the type of business that interests most people who have a major investments in retailing, said Alan Milstein, chairman of the Fashion Network. The legendary Manhattan-based retailer said it will convert about 100 of the discontinued five-and-dime stores into more profitable specialty operations such as Northern Reflections and the highly successful Foot Locker. The closings will leave Woolworth with about 7,000 stores and annual sales of $7 billion. We made the very difficult decision to close our domestic F.W. Woolworth general merchandise operations to help assure the continuing profitable growth, Roger Farah, chairman and chief executive, said in a statement. Ferris said that it became clear the general merchandise division wouldn't be able to return to profitability in the foreseeable future. F.W. Woolworth incurred operating losses of $24 million on sales and $224 million of the first fiscal quarter that ended on April 26th. Last year, the division generated sales of about $1 billion but lost $37 million. For the second quarter, the company plans to record an after-tax charge of about $223 million, or $1.6 a share, for servants, severance, lease expenses, and related costs. For accounting purposes, the division will be treated as a discontinued operations. The decision affects 3,600 full-time and 5,600 part-time workers. Woolworth said it will provide severance and outplacement counseling. Wall Street endorsed the move, sending shares up 25 to 27 and 916. They had retrenched to the urban real estate to a large extent. They tried to hide from the discount department store comp- competition as best they could. That's where the competition from drugstores, though, proved to be sufficient to really hurt, said David Poneman, retail analyst for Stanford Bernstein. The five and nine operation peaked 35 years ago with 2,127 stores. Woolworth said that it expects to close the stores over the next several months. The company also plans to change its corporate name later this year. In 1928, while working as a bellboy, Pedro Flores traveled to Los Angeles to ask for financial assistance in the manufacturing of yo-yos from a wealthy Philippine. Turned down but not deterred, Flores returned to Santa Barbara with his idea. On June 9th of 1928, at the age of 29, he applied for and received a certificate for conducting business as the Yo-Yo Manufacturing Company in Santa Barbara. On the 23rd of June, Flores made 12 yo-yos by hand and started selling them to neighborhood children. These hand-carved yo-yos had an important innovation over the bandolores sold previously. The string was looped around the axle instead of tying it, thereby allowing the yo-yo to spin freely at the end of the string and opening up a world of possibilities. By November of the same year, the Yo-Yo Manufacturing Company had created over 2,000 yo-yos, and Flores was able to attract the attention of two American financiers, James and Daniel Stone of Los Angeles. With the financing and ability to manufacture yo-yos with machines, the company produced over 100,000 yo-yos in the next four months. A year later, in 1929, the company had expanded to three factories. 
Floors in Stone, Los Angeles, the Floors Yo-Yo Corporation in Hollywood, and the Yo-Yo Manufacturing Company in Santa Barbara, employing 600 people and making in excess of 300,000 yo-yos daily. Although some Flores yo-yo strings are made out of silk, allowing for less sleep action than later cotton strings, the product design was a success. Several different designs of the Flores yo-yo were done, with prices ranging from 15 cents to $1.50 in 1929, each depending on the design and decoration. Flores employed Dorothy Carter as his chief designer of his yo-yos. To further promote products, Flores inaugurated the first yo-yo contest, which spread through spread the first yo-yo craze through the United States in late 1928 and 1929. The first yo-yo contest was held in Santa Barbara, California in 1928 and was the start of many Flores contests. Promoting the Flores yo-yo, the wonder toy, Flores used the if it isn't Flores, it isn't a yo-yo phrase as a product slogan. Early contests helped the spread the joy of yo-yos, but they were very different to the more modern contests. Initially, yo-yo endurance was the main event, with the winner the individual who could keep his yo-yo climbing up and down without missing for the longest period. As a result of this, many contests yielded ties after hours of continuous yo-yoing by competitors refusing to quit. In these cases, the champion was frequently determined by drawing straws. Some additional categories that were featured at the Flores contest included the yo-yo thrown farthest with complete return and the largest number of perfect spins in a five-minute period. In addition, prizes were also awarded for handmade yo-yos, with the yo-yos made out of bicycle wheels and wood barrel tops not in common submissions. Flores had the trademark on the word yo-yo in the United States registered on July 22nd of 1930, but not as commonly believed as a patent on the actual products. At this time, the only yo-yo-related patent was for the Bandalore. However, this didn't f- deter Flores from frequently using the words patent pending and patent applied for on the yo-yos, a tactic employed to deter competitors. Donald Duncan, founder of Duncan Company and competitor to the Flores products, bought the yo-yo trademark and company from Pedro Flores in 1932 for a reported sum of 250000 U.S. dollars, a large amount of money in the depression of the 1930s. Duncan continued to market their line of Duncan products in addition to Flores products for a number of years. As a result of this, competitors in the early Duncan contest could either use a Duncan gold seal or genuine Flores yo-yo. Today, Flores yo-yos are well sought after by collectors, with original models selling for prices from 400 upwards on eBay, depending on their condition. And finally, in 1986, reactor number four at Chernobyl's Vladimir Ilyich Lenin nuclear power station was destroyed by an explosion. The resulting environmental disaster has rendered the area surrounding the power station uninhabitable for potentially thousands of years. The explosion at Chernobyl spent radiation as far away as the United Kingdom, and the Soviet Union's delayed response to the events is considered by some to be a contributing factor to the fall of the Soviet Union. Chernobyl reactor number four is no longer burning. The reactor was originally covered after disaster, but it resulted in a leak of nuclear waste and needed to be replaced. The systems for a new cover for the reactor are being tested in 2020 and is sometimes referred to as a sarcophagus. Is the Chernobyl still react radioactive? Yes, the area surrounding Chernobyl remains radioactive. Referred to as the exclusion zone, this 20-mile radius around the plant has largely been evacuated and is close to human habitation. Despite government prohibition, some residents have returned to their homes. Outside of the exclusion zone, 5 million people still live on heavily contaminated lands and hundreds of thousands of people are sick or suffering. Where is Chernobyl? Chernobyl is located less than 100 miles north of Kiev, which is the capital of Ukraine. How many people died at Chernobyl? 
At least 28 people were killed by disaster, but thousands more have died from cancer as a result of radiation that has spread after the explosion and fire. The effects of radiation on the environment in humans is still being studied. The plant's third and final functioning reactor was shut off in 2000. A tourist industry has sprung up to provide tours of Pripyat, the abandoned town adjacent to the plant. You have been listening to the This Happened Today in History podcast. I thank you for listening, and I hope that you have enjoyed learning about historical events from the past. Thank you to the following websites for their information regarding today's topics. ThePeopleHistory.com Woolworths at Money.CNN.com The Yo-Yo Factory at Yo-Yo.Fandom.com And Ukraine's Chernobyl Nuclear Disaster at USAToday.com the music used as the background track for this podcast is Americana, created by Kevin McLeod on Incompetech.com. If you enjoyed this information and would like to hear more, please consider subscribing, as this will keep the historical events in your feed in the morning for each day. I hope you have a great day.